Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 40 of Soul Rising. Welcome back. So excited, episode 40. Four is good. Four has like a lot of foundation i feel like for me like that number number four yeah Mm -hmm. so i feel like maybe we're building good ground good yeah (laughs) slow and steady progress right that's Mm -hmm. what we're here to do so if you were to see four 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 would that angel number for you have something to do with building strong foundation? foundation yeah interesting interesting um Today, we're going to talk about moving through doubts. Yes, not about angel numbers. No. (laughs) (laughs) Moving through doubts in general, like in life, but also maybe in terms of, I don't know, through your spiritual journey, although I feel like spiritual journey and life are one and the same, right? But Mm -hmm. some people uh, might categorize those two um, or understand them separately. So um, we're just kind of winging it today. This is kind of the energy of the week. Right? Yeah, the energy of the month, right? We talked a little bit about that already, and then I was sharing with Aaron a conversation I had yesterday with a viewer and friend, um, just about moving through the doubts of like, how do I know if I'm right? Like, or we have this kind of uh, idea of I, in order for me to share with other people my thoughts or feelings, um, I kind of feel like I have to be an expert yes. in some way, and then that actually holds us back from doing the thing. Do you agree? Yes, because do we really believe there are ever any experts out there? I don't think so. I feel like that's like a trick question. A but trick I, question maybe? Mm-hmm. For, for me, I would say that like, I think even, even if someone is an expert at something, maybe that is your expertise, that, that is like your area but I feel like you're always learning and growing. And so therefore, are we ever really an expert? Right? Interesting. For yeah. me, an expert would be like, I'm there. I know it. I got it. I got my shit together, for lack of a better word. I, I, I've i struggled with this for a very long time, this idea of being an expert. It's what stalled me on the pot, like bringing the podcast and actually doing it, right? It stalled me from from doing that for over a year. Um, it stalled me a little bit with my business, but for the most part, I pretty much um, feel like with my business, like at, at least like with launching it, because I get this question often, like, did you know this about yourself for a very long time? Did it take a long time for you to sit with it before you felt comfortable? And I would say, no, I, and actually with this, uh, this chat I had with my friend slash listener yesterday, she said to me, actually, she gave me a compliment and she said that she found, she admires that in like from her watching as an outsider in my business, that I don't really sit on things and go, let think about this. I kind of just do them. And I said, you know what? You just totally reframed something for me because for me, I have kind of judged myself about that and identified that as being impulsive mm-hmm. whereas other people are like whoa I admire that you're like ballsy you take chances you just trust yourself so much and I'm like you just totally changed my mindset about that and I think it's important because I think that the things we tell ourselves more often than not really hold ourselves back yeah right and sometimes it just takes that little flip in perspective and it's like whoa okay so this isn't like something bad this is something good <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe it's those little pieces like that, that you're just sitting there judging yourself, feeling like you're impulsive. Other people are like, this person's an expert in trusting their intuition and just going for it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think an expert is something, um, I think the expert might be hard for us to self-identify as an expert. I feel like other people might give that role yeah. to people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's where it gets... It's it's easier to put others on a pedestal, and it's not so easy to put yourself on that pedestal. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I was sharing with Erin a little um, in, before we started recording that I recently watched this little video um, with Gary Vee, um, who some of you might know. He's like a motivational speaker um, that really like 
is a straight shooter. And um, he was taking a question from somebody asking, like, how do I get people to view me as an expert? And um, Gary said, well, that's your problem. You want to be seen as an expert. Like, who is really an expert? Like, why is that your goal? Personally, I, because I, he was talking about himself, he's like, I've never seen myself as an expert. Um, if I tried to be, it might actually hinder my progress. Like, it might hold me back. So I just think of myself as an enthusiast. Uh, and he said, at the end of the day, I think enthusiasts are much more uh, impactful and successful than experts. So I've been trying to consciously think about that in my own life. And sometimes like I would maybe be afraid to share something like astrology, for instance, because it's something that I'm learning about. And I used to always go, I'm not an expert. Just want to preface by saying I'm not an expert, right? And we say it all the time on the podcast. We don't know anything, guys. Don't listen. (laughs) Right? But it's like, but that's not probably not how other people view us. So it might, it might be doing a discredit to us. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So instead we're enthusiasts. I'm I an like astrology that. enthusiast. I am a human design enthusiast, a podcast enthusiast, you know, like the whole shebang. So I like that too. And I feel like that is might be a good tip for our listeners too, when it comes to moving through doubts, because I feel like doubts, it's, it's all in here in the head. <laughs> Right? Like it's all a mental process. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I still feel like, uh, like for me, my experience with my business was that I, I definitely had a lot of doubts and about starting it and do I do this? And oh yeah, yeah, 1000%. <laughs> um, and it took me a while. I'm definitely in a better headspace with it. I am a lot more comfortable telling folks now that this is you know, what I do, I don't necessarily, I'm not at the point where maybe I'll bring it up at a dinner party. Um, you know, unless maybe I'm getting to talk to that person and I feel, you know, that it's something that I can just bring up. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm definitely more confident when I tell people. And I think that's a huge thing. Um, but I, I had a lot of doubts of like, even when I first started, like back in when I was in, I mean, high school, I was doing this for fun is what I thought I was doing giving readings to my friends and I had a lot of people being like, can you give me a reading? Can you give me a reading? And I thought it it was too much for me. And so I said, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't do that. I literally just say things (laughs) because, because that's what it felt. It felt, yeah, there was a lot of pressure on it. Um, And so I backed away from it for many, many years. Um, And then recently not recently, but, uh, you know, 10 years ago, um, now definitely, um, I did it again just for fun, but it definitely, it grew in more into something that was a lot more tangible and something that was moldable for myself. But, um, I definitely struggled with, should I, you know, reach out to more people? It's very scary. I think to put yourself out there, um, just in launching your own business. And I, I feel like it's something that maybe, you know, a lot of people can definitely relate to. And like the fact of like, there's a lot of risks, there's a lot of chances that you're taking. Um, and I definitely would say that Amy, I look up to you because I definitely feel like you're one that just goes for it as well. I would definitely agree with what, you know, your friend was saying. Funny because I don't feel that way about myself. Cause like I said, I have, it's on the other side of the, that perspective where it's like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm all over the place. I'm impulsive. Yeah. All the shadowy aspects where other people are seeing the more positive things. Well, it's interesting too, right? Because you're maybe viewing it as like a shadow, right? But we know that like the shadow part of ourself is not necessarily a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. No, no. I think it's meant to help us to learn and to see things and to maybe like um, go within a lot more and to question things of like, where are these feelings come coming from? Am yes. I really scared of, of, you know, what other people think, or is it something more? And I think it's always something more, <laughs> something always within, always within God damn you therapist. You're so freaking good. Yeah. Yeah. It never <laughs> stops. It's just always, always something more to uncover, but it's still a worthwhile journey, you know, like to uncover those things because you, 
you grow stronger in, in your, and you have more confidence in your ability to deal with it because you already have dealt with something else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I would definitely say that if I didn't have that self doubt, if I didn't have that fear, I probably wouldn't have, you know, launched, I probably wouldn't have launched my business the way that I did or gone about it the way that I did. I think it definitely helped me to grow with it. Um, yeah. I was going to say, I have totally reframed fear in general in my Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's something that I work with my clients quite often, and especially with higher self readings, because we do um, tackle fears and their real purpose um, in terms of like uh, for our evolution, why they're there. But I had a mentor uh, a year or two ago say, fear means you give a crap. Don't be afraid like don't allow fear to stall you thinking that you can't do it. It actually means you give a crap. You give a crap about what's going to happen and the people that you're going to serve. It means that you give a crap. So like, don't worry about it. Like the people that um, maybe just don't give a crap in general about how it turns out. I'm not one to judge. Like, I don't know, like maybe they're, not in it for the same reasons that you and I are in it. Like, you know what I mean? In any. Yeah. And yeah. So it's just, um, it's an interesting thing. Fear. I just feel like I want to share what I've learned about fear, if that's okay. Mm -hmm. And then you can like, please give your opinions. So in one of the readings I do, which is called a higher self reading, I'm connecting to a person at their soul um and really connecting to that like that core essence that has been with them through each lifetime really like underneath the layers of personality and conditioning and things that we um you know attain in each lifetime what is underneath all that right um and one of the things that we tackle in that reading is fears and the individual fears that each person comes into this lifetime with and why. Um, And so something that spirits taught me, and now it's kind of like my little catchphrase when I talk about fears, um, is the fears are the mountains that we came here to climb. And also that, this is something that my guides gave me one day, we have mislabeled the feeling that we associate with the word fear. We've mislabeled it. Because when we think of the word fear, we think it means we're challenged by it, we're limited by it, we can't do it, we need to get the heck out of Dodge. But our higher selves are like, excuse me, I'm getting chills as I say this, what are you doing? That is the mountain that you chose to climb in this lifetime. So get your butt up the mountain, right? Like, what are you running away from? Um, And so for me, I have just learned if I'm feeling challenged by something or limited by something, I'm afraid of something. And I don't mean terror, right? I mean, like the other kind of fear. (laughs) It's actually something I have to do. I came here to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because the most like fulfilling things are going to be well-earned. Right? Well-earned. Amen. Yes. Yep. Yes. So for me, that helps me move through doubts Mm -hmm. because doubt is one of those I'm limited by things, right? So for me, it's like, okay, I have doubts about, um, I don't know, like say like launching my business or being seen um, by others as an expert or whatever it is, writing a book, like whatever it is that I want to do or have done. Um, It's I purposely feel that kind of, I don't know if I can do this, but I really want to do it. Like that, that place in between that doubt, it's very purposeful. So I would suggest that anything that you feel that way about, or like continues to kind of pop up in your life, because they will, they'll kind of just keep coming back in different ways, right? Um, Those are the things you need to go through. Like you need to push through and you need, if you, if you just have to think about, you know, that little catchphrase, like that means this is my mountain here to climb. I have to do it. Yeah. Because I think that if we don't do it, we just come back again and we have to do it then. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, might as well just do it now that I have this awareness. Like, I might as well. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to feel really good too. 
once you actually do it. Yeah. Because how many times has that happened where you're worried, doesn't even matter, it doesn't even have to be about launching a business, right? But you're worried about, it literally just happened to me the other day, right? I needed to set boundaries with work, right? And I was scared to do it. But I knew that it was something I had to do. And after you do it, you feel so good. Like how much better do you feel and lighter when you just go into it? Like I'm so happy that that fear was present starting for, you know, starting my business. Yeah. 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 It was like yeah, discomfort sometimes is a gift, right? Like we don't see it that way. This is another way that we can help kind of reframe mm-hmm. our thought processes. Um, discomfort can be a gift because where you are feeling uncomfortable is where you need to move in some way. Where it does means the learning it's not, happen? Right? It's not aligned. Yeah. Something's yeah. got to give. Um, you know, and I think. I think at the end of our lives, if we looked back, you know, like it's that saying, like we regret the things that we didn't do, not the things we did. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of wisdom in that. So just do it. Yep. Just- and boundaries also are a way to um, show they're an act of love. It's an act of compassion and caring for all parties involved yourself as well as the other people, because now they know, okay, those are Aaron's boundaries. Okay, great. Like we know that now, now we don't have to um, push it and she doesn't have to get resentful as we push it and she takes it. Right. Cause how often have we personally been in situations that could have been avoided if we simply said, yeah, that's not going to fly with me or no, no, thank you. That's how burnout <laughs> happens. That's how burnout happens. Right. When you right. That's part of it. You don't set those boundaries for yourself and people don't know, right? Or something happens, another situation happens and you're like, I'll just do it. Or you have all these plans, right? And you know, I really shouldn't say yes to this. I should say no, (laughs) right? But then you do all these things and then you're like, oh, I'm so exhausted. Why? Because those boundaries you know, maybe weren't set in place or we didn't say that. No, I can't do that. I actually think like I personally, I feel like we are all collectively here to learn um, many of the same things, right? Which is why we're all here at the same time learning it. Um, Boundaries are one of those things. I think that we're all here to learn boundaries. Some people, this will show up more in their life, right? It will be more, it'll be trickier. I personally find in my experience with, Uh, in terms of like other members of my family who would, um, you know, be very empathetic um, or like um, empaths, emotional sponges, my friends, clients, because my client, most of my clients are (laughs) empaths for sure. Um, I feel one of the most common things that comes through is that when you're like that, when you come into the world being so sensitive to energy things, people, noise, everything. It's because one of the things you're here to learn is how can I be this, which is actually a great thing. It's a wonderful thing to be so sensitive to life and to experience things that other people maybe are missing out on. It's a gift. It's special. It's a special quality. But how can I be all of that and survive in this dog eat dog world? (laughs) How can I do that? So I feel like a lot of our empath friends and you and I maybe have that kind of come up routinely where we feel drained, depleted, resentful, potentially, um, all because we did not have any boundaries, right? Or we go, I'm too sensitive and and kind of make it a negative thing. (laughs) you, You brush it off. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's, it's, it's a real gift. Like I have learned, if you told me six, seven years ago, you know, that, that phrase, um, um, to be so sensitive is about a blessing and a curse. I would have agreed with that and put both hands up and said, yup, like five or six years ago. Now I'm like, no, it's not a curse. It's a blessing. We just have to learn 
how to manage that how to put up those boundaries because it's all about boundaries just like we put up boundaries with you know people amy and i also put up boundaries with spirit too we have to we have to we've learned that we have to yeah and that's a, that's actually a lesson that i'm relearning again and i was talking to um a mutual friend of ours paul the other day and um I was, I was, he was telling me some stuff and I said, thanks for this reminder because I have got really lax about my, um, energetic boundaries Mm. as of lately, um, with spirit and with people. And, um, this is a good reminder that I need to be more intentional about even like clearing my energy after a session. Yeah. I haven't been doing that very much. Mm. What are some (laughs) ways that you clear, clear your energy? Cause I think that's maybe some folks might be interested in that like how what do you do so for me um when I think I want to go back to basics so when I first started this work um I used to visualize before each reading um like as I was like deep breathing kind of like a meditation I would visualize this big huge um white light around me sometimes I would view like the care bears you know we oh yeah we talked about this out right and it like kind of encircles my whole body um and this was my opening process to say okay like I am um, I'm open but I'm also got this boundary right so um protect me in this in this um in this reading and then when I was finished I would do it in reverse and I would close and I don't do either of those things anymore I sit down I take a few deep breaths. I usually say something aloud, like, please, um, you know, uh, come through um, with, with this person's highest and best good. Please give um, as much clear evidence as you can. Leave them with, um, you know, healing and whatever. Like, I, I say a few things like that, and then I always thank them for showing up. And then at the end, I always, I, I always just go, thank you, Spirit. Thanks. And then I just, like, out of the chair. But I don't do the whole process anymore. And I wonder sometimes if I should maybe even not every time, but like more, I should be doing that. I used to do that too, before I would go to a public place, like maybe a party um, or Costco on a Saturday. Um, (laughs) I would kind of go, okay, like I'm going out. Costco on a Saturday. Right? Like Costco on a Saturday. You know what I mean? I I was like, okay, I'm going out with my family or I'm going out to get groceries. I don't want to be inundated with spirit. There's like, 2000 people in here. I don't want to feel all of their stuff and all of their loved ones, please. Right. So I would do that. I would just visualize that protection, which does work. It absolutely works. Something that I also was really in the habit of doing after a reading was I was doing most of my readings at nighttime. Now I'm kind of more of a daytime person, which is why I have been doing this thing. But when I do evening readings, um, nine times out of 10, I will have a shower afterwards. Yeah, as a way to go, okay, cleanse all that off of me. Um, But I think, honestly, a lot of it is not so much about the physical things you're doing and more about the intention that you have as you're doing it. We talked about this before, like the intention with things like stones and crystals and like um, you really infuse the power and the meaning into those things. Yeah, yes, which is why a lot of, you know, even like, I just think of like people who are magic practitioners or who are, you know, self like who are witches. Right. And and they do these rituals, right. Or they do some of these practices, right. Which spell casting, whatever it is, which is a ritual, right. You're doing something to prepare. You're making your space. Um, And that has energy that has intention. Yes. Right. So, and I feel like the same can be said about, you know, when I do my vision board or when I put out my intentions for the new moon, I like to create my space. I have like this little ritual that I do and maybe that part of your ritual. And, and I do that too. I shower. Do you do that too? Yeah. Which is why I was like, yes. Cause I was like thinking the whole time, shower, shower, shower. Even in the day, if you did a reading, would you then get in the shower? If I, if I usually do a shower, if I feel like whoa that was a lot okay because I definitely feel like some, I don't know if you feel this way some readings take more energy um and 
it's not like a it's not a bad thing it's not i just think it's just the the energy itself right the way how spirit comes through um and and sometimes it takes a, it takes a lot out of you um i would say definitely if i because three readings in a day that's my max oh me too absolutely three's an, and i'm like i take a shower I think ideally in an ideal world, two would be great a day. Yeah. I could like Monday to Friday, two a day. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Three, three yeah. is a lot. It's a lot. I did a, um, a group event on Saturday and um, there was five ladies. That was a lot. Because you know how I am, like I'm in depth. So it's like, I'm spending like, like it ended up being that I was spending 30 minutes with each of them. Um, and then after I got off, so I was down here for like three hours. And then after I got off, I literally just went and like laid in bed and just like vegged. Like I had, I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't read a book. I literally just kind of laid there and like looked at the wall because <laughs> I, I was like, I'm, I'm dead. Like I have nothing left in my brain, nothing, but I did that for two hours. And then I was like, okay, let's get outside. Let's do something. But I was like brain fried. I've totally done that too. Or you're just like, so you're just exhausted that you just sit there and it's and like, the well. yeah. And then it goes from like 3 PM to like five. And you're like, Oh, it's five o'clock. Well, yeah, like it was literally around that time. It was like 3 p.m. to 5. And then I was good to go after that. But it was, I needed to allow myself to have that. And I'm, I'm it, it was so, it's interesting how drained I was. And then I didn't even sleep, right? I just, I tried not to distract myself with stuff. I'm like, I'm not going to get on my phone. I'm not going to get on TV. I'm not going to read a book. I'm just going to like lay here. Yeah. Right. And it was like yeah. so interesting how that was so rejuvenating for me. And then I allowed myself to do that for two hours, probably maybe an hour and a half. And then it was like, I was good to go. I was completely like wide awake, energetic again. Just recharge. That's a boundary too. That's a boundary with yourself. I've learned that I have to do that because I have not done that before. That's hard to do. I'm a mom of three, right? It's hard for me to spend three hours <laughs> for doing a reading and then take another two hours to just like chill. But that's why I don't do events like you know, all the time, every weekend, because it would be like way too much. But um, I, if I had pushed through that, and I didn't give myself the opportunity, even for a half an hour, an hour of just like chill time, I would have felt miserable for the whole day, I would have been snappy. I wouldn't have felt very good. And I know that because I've done that before. And it does nobody, it's no, nobody has, it's nobody's like, what's the word I'm looking for? It does nobody a favor. Nobody benefits from it. <laughs> nobody benefits. It's a benefit to let mama like go for an hour um, and chill out. And then she'll come back like Mary Poppins. Sometimes, maybe. Hello. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, where did you get? It's so funny too, though. And it, but we, we also have those moments with after, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Some readings, I'm exhausted. Some readings, I'm like, whoa, let's go. Who wants to go on the racetrack? <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm like, go, 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 go. And Alex looks at me and he goes, how do you have so much energy? I know. I don't know what it is. I haven't been able to figure out why some are like that and some aren't. I'm wondering, I don't know, what's coming through immediately is I'm wondering if it's how spirit comes through sometimes is do the, is the fact that we're just so like energy is because the energy is kind of lingering that residual energy is there that excitement yeah and then maybe why we're so tired is it because just as quickly as they come in they peace out and we're like it's like we had we were holding on to something for a while and then we just we were able to just kind of let it go deflated. like a blue <laughs> yeah like super fast i don't know that's what's coming through i don't know what that makes sense. That's just the first thing that came through. That makes sense. Mind. Interesting. Yeah, it's wild. So do you have any, um, well, you shared moving through doubt with work. Is there anything else that comes to mind that you can think about lately? Like, I know that we talked last week about just how in general, like August has felt a bit um, like walking through quicksand. Well, <laughs> so I was going to say, did you feel relief or did you feel energy shift 
once you set those boundaries at work? Shifted. Shifted. Huge shift. Immediately, right? So maybe the energy and the heaviness was um, because, what was it? It was a full moon in Aquarius yeah. in the season of Leo. So Aquarius is about the collective. Leo is about... Um, I, I don't know, like, you know, just about uh, taking care of yourself, right? Like um, shining, doing, I don't know all of the things, like doing what's best for you in a way. So it's almost like, it's interesting how, because I, I feel like that whole moon and Leo season in general is asking you, like, are you doing enough for you? Like, are you taking care of you? So the resistance that you and I may have been feeling was what are you doing that you shouldn't be doing like what are you taking on that is not yours yeah because are we now are we now in aquarius we're in aquarius you said well the moon the last full moon we had was it was an aquarius moon last week so we're still uh in leo season um but not for much longer because we're going to switch to virgo um very soon next week I like Virgo season. Do you? Yeah. Well, I've got more Virgo in my chart than anything else. I've got Virgo in like so many things. Um, and I'm Virgo rising, which your rising is said to be your personality in the way. Um, and my parents were both Virgos. One of my kids is a Virgo. I'm very familiar with Virgo energy. My North node is also Virgo, which is what I'm here to, yeah. it's my life path, right? Like what I'm here to do. So yeah, I'm very comfortable in Virgo season. I, it was funny that I'm think, I was thinking about this recently because once I figured out my birth chart and I saw like, yes, I'm a Capricorn sun, which we've talked about before and I'm not overly, I don't overly resonate with it. I think that you said you do resonate with your Capricorn sun, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've never like truly felt like a Capricorn, like really. But when I found out that I was a Libra moon and a Virgo rising, the world made sense, especially with Libra. Uh, and then I thought, I love the fall. Like the fall is my time. I feel like I come alive. I wonder if it's because my moon and rising are in those two, like September's and, and October's. I don't know. Like who knows, really? But um, I just thought it was an interesting correlation i think that is really cool yeah yeah so yeah. i think leo like calls you on your crap i think leo shines a light on what's holding you back from being the best you can be yeah leo is that friend that gives you that swift kick in the butt yes but lovingly but in a loving right? way yeah of like listen generally wants the best for you girl yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> Look at all these things. You got to X-nay some of these things. We got to clear some space here. <laughs> You're not at your best self. You're not at your best self. Yeah. Yeah. You're taking on so much stuff. So, yeah, I felt the energy shift, too. I felt the energy shift last Wednesday, a little bit, but mostly last Thursday. And I was talking to another listener slash friend, um, the other day about it she was having an equally she reached out because she listened to the last episode um and was like oh my god I've been struggling as well since the end of July like what's going on and, and we were kind of sharing our thoughts and I said you know for me I feel like um there's a lesson in yes like boundaries which you talked we talked about the other day and I said there's something about forgiveness though too that comes up for me I think it's partly like the most forgiving others maybe that have because I think that once you have your realization of maybe your potential in some way and then we can sometimes look back and grieve why we didn't get there sooner or we can grieve um, past versions of ourselves and um, maybe even like judge or blame why like why did it take me so long to get this um, but like when we know when we know better we do better like I truly believe that and I think that if something didn't happen back then, but is happening now, then it just means you're better equipped to handle it right now. So yeah, for me, it had to do with forgiveness too. And like forgiving other people, um, forgiving myself for things. Um, I had to really work through like what was holding me back. And then the, 
very more often than not, we we do this work and then we're like, oh my God, it's me. It's me that's holding me back. Oh my God. This <laughs> right time. Oh my God. <laughs> and then that can put you in a whole other tailspin because you're like, oh my God, it's me. I'm the mean girl. <laughs> I'm that person. Yeah. 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 That's where growth comes from. That's where true forgiveness comes from too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No longer willing to allow whatever um, happened affect you in that way. Yeah. That's something that came through once in a higher self reading and said, what did it say? I will no longer allow the energies of my past to govern my future. That's and I went, great. Yeah. Ooh, as I said it, I'm like, whoa, let's repeat that. Okay. I will no I longer, will no longer allow, allow the energies, the energies of my past, of my past, govern my future, govern my future. Yeah. Yeah. There's something in that, right? We both can feel it. Yeah, I can feel it. As I said it, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to cry. Like, it, it feels like so much truth to me. But that's what we do. Like, this is also moving through doubts. It's all connected. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say this month has, and maybe others have felt this way. It's been a huge month of doubts. And actually, some of my readings have been associated with it now that I'm thinking about with it. With doubt? With doubt. Yeah. It's very interesting, isn't it? And, um, cause it's, it's cool because I think sometimes what happens with readings is I get folks coming in for questions that I have about my own self. And then I say it and I'm like, huh, okay, I get it, <laughs> you know? Um, so I think it's, it's interesting, like, one, I feel like it also just shows us that we're really not alone. We've all gone through maybe similar, obviously not exact, but similar experiences. And we can all empathize with one another in a way. And I feel like there's there's power in knowing that we're not alone in this. Right? That's my, that's my like mission. Like I feel like in, in life, like I do have, I have this mission of wanting to, you know, demystify uh, spirituality. And what, one of the reasons is because I just want us to take off our freaking masks. I want the mask to come off for good. I want for us to be vulnerable and open with each other and say like, this is how I'm feeling. This is why I didn't do that. Like, instead of saying, um, my dog ate my homework instead saying I got in my head. I like, I, I don't know what it ever, I, I procrastinated because I feel like I can't do this work or because I'm overwhelmed or whatever. And we were just honest with each other. Okay. I, I get that. I get it. Okay. I, I got that because there, because we all are so similar and we all experience experience those inner things like all of us do like if somebody said that to you I'm sure you would take it much better than my dog ate my homework right or I forgot yeah if they were just honest and be like okay I get it okay what can I do for you like Mm -hmm. can I help you feel less overwhelmed you know like we would be so much more open yeah to help and I just I don't know if we would allow everybody to feel their feels if we would yeah, no judgment. If we would all, if we'd all stop projecting our shit onto other and everybody else, people, yeah. Which listen, yep. okay, I've done it. I'm not gonna sit here Don't and say it. I'm an angel. Yeah. Okay, I am not. <laughs> okay, I feel like I can yeah. hear my guides laughing at me. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aaron, we know you're not an angel. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just it happens. Um, but I think the real the real power is being like, oh, I projected onto that person. It was me. That's that's the real power. When someone's able to be like, own their shit, which has been just another huge thing for me. I want everybody yeah. just to own their shit. I just had a conversation like this recently, um, a private conversation, but it's okay. I'll share my side. I literally had the realization and I said, I've got to the point where I've realized that my insecurity about something is not for you to fix or solve. It's mine. 
right? Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. my problem. It's yeah. my issue. And really, I'm the only way and one that would ever be able to rectify that. Mm-hmm. Nobody else in life could rectify that. Yeah. You could jump through hoops and try. Yeah. Never going to succeed <laughs> fully, no. right? So, no. yeah, it's it's I just wish that everybody and I'm not like that all the time. I just mean sometimes I get this little like glimmer of something like from my higher self, right? Because our higher selves are so neutral. Like they don't have any of this um, this conditioning. They're just like, because it's funny because I as an individual struggle with apologizing. Like a genuine apology. Right. Like I could say, oh, sorry. But yeah, when it comes to a genuine apology, because for me, I always get in my head and go, well, if you really knew me, you would know that that's not what I meant. And then I get into this feeling like I need to justify things. But then my higher self says, Amy, you don't have to justify anything. If they feel like they need an apology, give it. It has no bearing on your intention. Mm -hmm. And I go, oh, yeah. But we're human. So we're always going to be all mixed up and wrapped in cloaks of emotion and conditioning. But our higher selves are like, that's what the voice of our intuition is like, too. It's going to be very neutral like that. Like, stop the shit and apologize. <laughs> Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure somebody's guide came up with that. <laughs> Check yourself before you wreck yourself. So, so that is everybody's, everybody will relate to that. Put it, yeah, put that on a shirt. <laughs> There's like, I don't know if you ever have moments where Alex makes fun of me because he goes, <laughs> he's like, why do you thought you're just talking to yourself all the time? And it happens mostly in the bathroom where I'm like, oh, I could do this. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, yeah that's a good yeah. idea. And sometimes I think I'm like, I genuinely at times feel like I'm having full-blown conversations. It's not necessarily talking to myself. And this sounds bananas, but I'm talking to my spirit guys. I do. I, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Right? Yeah. I don't, right? Or to your higher self or whatever. Right? Yeah. That I do that stuff too. But do you remember that was one of the signs that you could be clairaudient if you have um, a very vivid internal or outer, you know, dialogue. dialogue. Oh, it's it's yeah. very vivid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's really happening. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I, I always would say like I'd be the person, the queen of like the shower arguments. So I wouldn't say, I wouldn't speak my mind. I wouldn't put up my boundaries and then I'd go have a shower and like rehearse what I should have said and sometimes it can be like five years later or something that I should have said in fifth grade and I'm like oh that's still under my skin like I'm just gonna rehearse this <laughs> what I should have said <laughs> yes actually I'm not gonna say names but it's really it's not it's not funny but it's funny because we're talking about it in this context but she was telling me that she was like this thing happened to me years and years ago. And for some reason, it just came in my head. Something triggered me. And it, everything from the past with that, like, with this, the, that conflict just resurfaced. And so I, I wrote an angry letter and, and they were like, and I, I sent it. And I didn't really mean to send it, but I sent it. <laughs> and it was from like years ago. The person was like, whoa. What? <laughs> That's you know what fun. needed to get out it need, there's no ju- obviously yeah. no judgment this is to the person i know you're watching there's no judgment no i love it i but, love it it's it's fine yeah but it's just yeah and that's how our triggers work too though right like if something's popping in and like you you still you feel that rage still it's 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 still trying to tell you something something is unresolved yeah yeah and maybe you needed to send it and let that person sit with it or whatever you know yeah, because I was going to say for me, when I reflect and I'm like, the things that get me the most angry or when I have those shower arguments where I do the woulda, shoulda, coulda, it's me being angry at myself for not advocating for myself. So the lesson for me is always about you're mad at yourself, really. Yes. Like, I'm not suggesting your friend no. was, right? I don't know what the circumstances were. But for me, it's like, mm-hmm. really, truly. You're angry at yourself about this situation. Yeah. 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 And that's what the triggers are trying to teach us. That's what all of our triggers are trying to teach us. Something. So they're trying to teach us something. If we could just sit with it, 
if we could sit with the discomfort, if August has taught me anything, we need to sit with the discomfort because it's trying to tell us what is wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you and I both had significant shifts as soon as we were like, oh, yeah, this thing is holding me back in some way. And I am at some level resentful of it. Mm -hmm. And you don't want that shit to come out in other ways. Like 10 years later, you're sending these messages. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you want to kind of work on uh, on that thing or you want to set those. Like for me right now, there's a lot going on. Planning a wedding. For me, I got to set those boundaries. I just got to do it. You got to do it now because it's going to nip you in the bum later. Like we all know that. We've all experienced things where like, oh my God, this was so easier if I dealt with it a year yes. ago. And it and yeah. it would have been my own fault for not being the one to just say, I know this is a boundary that's being crossed. I got to put this in place now so that it doesn't happen in the future. And there's no, you know, no conflict because of it or there's no resentment or things, you know. Yeah, because how often do we let things slide, like boundaries slide, and we just deal with it, put up with it, whatever, and then we end up getting mad at the other person, mm -hmm. but really, truly, we're mad at ourselves, right? But it, so it causes so many um, miscommunications and so many arguments and, and you know, people, um, you know not being in touch anymore like whatever it is it just causes all these resentments and I'm not saying in general for all situations I know that situations are different but for me more often than not it's like oh, if I had just said that's a no-go for me I could have avoided all this mm -hmm. because their reaction whatever it is it's probably always going to be worse in my head than what actually is going to happen but even if there was a negative reaction it's still like a one-time thing and that is better than years and years years and then they go what do you mean why don't you just tell me like I didn't know yeah 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 this is what doing the work is all about it's about going oh so it's it's me oh it really is me and not them yep well then you got to think of this kind of like very uh, might be an out there concept to some people but you got to think like if we are all one consciousness mm. then are we just all projecting our own crap like on ourselves is it just one big endless circle yeah maybe, maybe. <laughs> what would be the lesson in that like what is that is is the lesson in it to teach us yes that we actually are all one I, th I think that's part of it. I think the lesson is recognizing maybe that that projection that, you know, we're feeling in some universal way because we're all connected about recognizing it, but then also in some other unconscious way, maybe stopping that loop from happening or maybe instead of a loop, we should create a spiral. Does that make sense? Instead of just going around and around and around, maybe we should go round and round. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, out. It's kind going of like out. Like away from. Yeah. That feels like growth as we're growing away from. I had a question come in my mind and now it's left. So it must not be the right time for it. Do we have a card for our lovely listeners today? Yes. Are you all ready to go? No, I'm going to shuffle. But I will. I'm going to do the one that I pulled before. Oh, yes. Okay. One just jumped out. Amy and I didn't know what to talk about, so we pulled a card and like, what are the energies like? And we were like, oh, that is a big one. <laughs> it was about moving through doubts, right? Yes. Oh, hi, friend. Okay. What do you got? You want me to go first? I'll tell you. Yeah, you go ahead. I'm just going to go through the major. I got pulled a major arcana card. So anytime I pull any major arcana cards, it's always telling me about major soul growth. Um, I haven't, I don't think I've used these on this one, but I'm using, I love this deck. It's called the John Bauer tarot deck. And the images are just so like very fairy tale. Like I think it's by a Swedish artist. Um, okay. So I pulled, I just want to find him before I pulled the devil, the devil, okay. card, which is interesting, right? Cause we're talking about shadow stuff and the devil is literally that right here. He is in his big kind of cloak or cape. <laughs> 
Um, and, and it says, um, a black caped figure springs into the air. He wears red clothing and seems to be carrying a burdensome, a burdensome amount of grapes. He's too many, he's carrying too many things. <laughs> Some of the fresh fruit drops to the ground below, meaning you're holding on to too much, escape from reality, taking it all with you. So literally exactly what we're <laughs> talking about. Holding on, holding on to things, we project. Yep. I also felt this nudge to pull a card from this, which is a new deck beyond Lemuria. It's amazing because there are like all the shocker cards are in here. Then there's element cards. And then there's also what she calls seed cards. Um, we pulled a chakra card. So we've got, it says the high heart chakra. It's beautiful. Um, so this says divine love, selfishness, selfless, no, sorry, selflessness. That's what I meant to say. Um, spiritual compassion, healing, gratitude, patience. So it says this card taps into the blissful oneness we feel as we drop away our edges and our protective containers. This is the place where we feel held and seen enough to flow into oneness where the eternal part of me meets the internal part of you. Did we not just talk about this? Um, this is the selfless state where our higher selves commune for for illuminated perspective on how we share gift and lift others in our joyful overflow. So something to ask yourself or, you know, question, um, consider your life purpose by exploring what allows you to give joy. And then I, so that's that. And then from this deck, which I pulled before our episode, the earth card, Earthcraft Oracle, we got the warrior woman, which also makes sense for this feeling of moving through doubts. So it says, Warrior Woman was not born into greatness. She worked hard, practiced, and constantly refined her skills to become the strong, celebrated fighter she is now, and she has the scars to prove it. On the battlefield, warriors fight until the end because they fight for what they believe in, their hearts burning bright with conviction. Hatred and anger burn hot too, and it's easy to mistake them for passion. But they are not sustainable fuel, either burning out fast or consuming the fighter entirely. So this is about justice and truth. As long as your goal resides in your heart, you too are on the path to glory. You too are a warrior woman. Listen to this. I didn't even read this far down. If you are feeling discouraged or doubtful, know, know that you already have all the courage, motivation, willpower, and creativity you need. But you must practice owning your power and fighting for your passions. Yes! Don't give up on your dreams just yet. You're being guided to dig in deeper and channel your focused energy resources into fighting for your dreams. You will win in the end, but do not expect overnight success. Reaching your goal will take time and dedication. Yeah, that's like, girl, I wasn't lying when I told you that I was connected to you. <laughs> um, yeah, that's like a like a card i didn't even read that far down that is really cool and the devil i feel like really meshes oh, with so, that so 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 well so perfect it's literally everything we've talked about so the, the this card the the um warrior woman and the devil i feel like go very hand in hand and then this one um the higher heart one was kind of what we were speaking about at the end like really what the end goal is maybe where to focus like when we are feeling um doubt to get into the heart and like as long as you are coming from a place like with boundaries for entrance entrance this might help somebody with their boundaries so long as you are coming from a place of love and compassion for yourself or for another person because you got to remember boundaries are an act of love for both of you so as long as it's coming from your heart it's the right thing it's never going to be wrong, which might give you that little bit of motivation to move through the fear. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. It's not easy. But I think like we said before, I think fear is a really good indicator that you've got to do it. I got to do it. And discomfort means I got to do something. I'm stuck. I'm in limbo. Mm -hmm. Did I ever tell you that like years ago, my guides had said to me, when you don't, when you are indecisive, and I don't mean just like occasionally, I mean like when you live in a place of indecision for the most part, um, which I would say that I had for many years, you are in energetic limbo. And limbo is like 
hell, excuse my French, you know, like it's, it's not a nice place to be. It's like, I'm not there and I'm not there. I'm just stuck in this place. And what my guides taught me is that when you're in limbo, you tell us, you tell the universe that you don't know what you want. You tell us you're not ready for where we want you to go. So we just keep you there and we just keep giving you lessons for you to move through that. And you just stay there. And eventually what happens, and I'm sure we all have experiences like this, where we will complain about something, a job, a relationship, what have you, like, oh, my God, I wish that I wasn't in this, I wasn't doing this. And we don't listen to the red flags and we don't move and we don't listen to the discomfort. And then something happens. Like we we lose the very thing that we did want to lose, but we weren't courageous enough to mm-hmm. right because we're afraid of the unknown it always feels better for you to make that decision than how the universe bought you out if they do bought you out it comes from a place of love it's kind of like we had to do something <laughs> we gave you so many options yes remember right? when and then and then yes that's when they bring in that tower moment of like yeah we're, we're making it for you. That's like your mom saying, I have to make a decision for you because you're not making a decision. You won't, right? And then, but what happens then is then you always maybe be in a place of doubt because you're like, I didn't actually make the decision though. Like something else did. My mom made the decision, right? And then you also might have yeah. resentment because yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. It always feels better to just jump off the diving board always, always, the unknown is never going to be as scary as going back to where you've already outgrown. It's easier to jump in the pool than it is to get out of the pool. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it sure is. Truth bombs. Um, that's right. Lots of truth bombs and truth coming through in this um, episode. I want to end with our little mantra one more time. We're going to say, I will not allow... <laughs> The energies of my past. I will not allow the energies of my past to govern my future. To govern my future. Woo! Hallelujah. There we go. Amen. Feels good. Um, okay, great. So <laughs> good way to end. I hope everybody's saying it in their car. You say that out loud on the bus. You make sure the person next to you hears it, because I'm guarantee you the right person in the next to you in the bathroom, to hear it. In the public washroom. In the public washroom, on the toilet. Yes. Okay? Because honestly, there's so much truth to it. We allow our past to hold us back. But I'm every sorry. Day. No, I know. I'm laughing too. Every day, every single day is a new opportunity. It's like a fresh start. The wheel turns over every single day so it doesn't matter if for 80 years you lived in that loop if on that one day you're like i'm getting off the hamster wheel you've made it baby (laughs) that's what you had to do so it really doesn't matter every day is a new opportunity so we need to allow ourselves to like let go of that like it's too late or this is just the way it is yeah okay but is this the way you want it to be yeah because you're still breathing it was still an opportunity for you here, right? That's the thing that makes me the most sad when I think about that. Yeah. It makes me sad to think like, it, well, it motivates me to not be that person mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. my deathbed. Like, oh my God, I didn't take any chances. Yeah. yeah. That would be the worst thing to happen. Live life to the fullest. It's too short. Do what you want to do. Do it. Yeah. This is your life. It's your life. Yeah. You're the one that's literally writing, producing, acting. It's you. You're the star of your own show. It's you. Yeah. That's right. Good place. Good place to end. Power back. Okay. Moving through doubts, taking our power back. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Oh, and don't forget. (laughs) We're we're, sorry. We're going live. Next That's week. Right. Is it next no, week? Two weeks. Oh, shoot. Okay. Good thing we had this talk. We're going <laughs> live in two weeks. So we will see you guys on. That's right. It's in my calendar. I'm looking now. On the 30th. That's exciting. On the 30th. On August. the 30th. Yeah. Absolutely.
yeah, so please join us for a Q&A if you have any questions about anything, anything at all. You just want to chat. Related. Yes, we would love it. We would love it. So um, more information coming soon about that. But um, you can go to our Soul Rising YouTube page, and I believe there is information on it about or about it on there already. Okay. See you next week, guys. Bye. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual. Don't forget to like, comment on what you would like to hear us talk about next and subscribe.